Well, I'm here for the Cardboard Arcade, and I cannot wait to check it out. I just arrived, so I haven't gotten to try yet. But I'm excited to see the work that the Park Day students have done. If you really knew me. If you really knew me. If you really knew me. If you really knew me, you would know. Hey, who are you? Who, me? Yeah, you. It's Monday! Hello and welcome to If You Knew Me Mondays, a student-powered, park-day-inspired podcast that builds belonging by sharing stories and perspectives from the margins of our school and community. Say what? My name is Leora, and if you really knew me, you would know that I've never been to an arcade before, but I sure do like playing Uno because it's a game of both strategy and luck. This is... Milano. Lennox. Iris. Zelda, Samara, Amory, Carmel, Sahil, and me, Leora, and we're third graders here at Park Day School. My name is Iris, and if you really knew me, you know my favorite arcade game is pinball. On today's special episode, we'll be telling you about a fun project that we've worked on recently. This project combined things we love, games and building with cardboard, with something we care about, helping the indigenous community. We hope this episode will help you learn more about the organization Sigorte Land Trust, the important work they do, and how you can help. Come on, let's get started. Hi, my name is Samara, and if you really knew me, you would know that my favorite arcade game is Skee-Ball. Recently, in third grade, we've been learning about the indigenous people who lived in California before any settlers arrived. Did you know that the Ohlone people lived on the land we now call Oakland? Did you know that there is an organization that is working to return land that was taken from the Ohlone people? Hi, my name is Emery, and if you really knew me, you would know that I don't really have a favorite arcade game, but one of my favorite games is Dungeons & Dragons. The Sigorte Land Trust is an organization that is working to support, preserve, and to protect the land that originally belonged to the Ohlone people. One way to support the Ohlone community is to contribute to the Shumi land tax. The Shumi land tax is a way for non-indigenous people living on traditional Ohlone territory to make a contribution to help support the work of Sigorte Land Trust. My name is Lennox, and if you really knew me, you would know that my favorite arcade game is air hockey because it's kind of like soccer, and I really like soccer. We decided to host a fundraiser for the Sigorte Land Trust and teach the community about the Shumi Land Tax. We were inspired by 
The story of Kane's Arcade after our teacher, Devin, Denise, and Julia showed us a video about it. Hi, my name is Zelda, and if you really knew me, you would know that I love cute VR games. Do you know the story of Kane's Arcade? Kane's Arcade was designed by a nine-year-old boy named Kane back in 2011. He made a whole arcade of games made out of cardboard. His arcade was so amazing that it inspired people from all over the world. People of all ages came to visit Kane's Arcade and to play his amazing games. They even made a video about his story. called Kane's Arcade. It's open on weekends only, and it's really cheap. Kane does not pass by arcade without stopping in. He loves tickets, playing games, he loves prizes, so it was only natural for him to build his own arcade. He loves to see how things are built. He takes all his toys apart to see how they work. He can't put them back together, but he takes them apart. Kane spent summer vacation coming to work with me. We sell auto parts in East L.A. My dad has a lot of boxes back there. He ships parts out, so I cut them up. I make my arcade games out of it. My first game I made, the basketball hoop I got at Shaggy's Pizza, and it's really cool. After our teachers showed us this amazing video, we were so inspired to make our own cardboard arcade. We decided to make our own cardboard arcade in order to bring our community together around fun, play, and a good cause, the Shumi Land Tax. It took a lot of work to organize. First, we had to design and build our games from scratch with a partner or by ourselves. Hi, my name is Max, also known as Matty the Cowboy. And um, I'm partners with Canyon. The whole process included a lot of hard work, time, and collaboration with our partners. Hi, my name is Canyon. Right now, for building my arcade game, I am cutting plastic cups to glue down onto a slab of cardboard with walls. And we're going to... And how you play the game is you throw a ball and try to get it into one of the cups at the back. And in two weeks, we're going to bring the, um, uh, all our arcade games to the alley. Hi, I'm Alano, and if you really knew me, you would know that my favorite arcade game is Laser Beam. The most challenging thing for me was constructing our game. For example, we had to connect the tube to the right hole, the hole where the ball comes out of. And we had to keep that tube in really strong. Oh my God, why does this keep on getting stuck? For me, the most challenging thing about the project was making the game and working on it with my partner. The games we made ranged from Bounce Ball 3000 to a game where a crazy lady jumps out of a house. Some games were based on real arcade games, like pinball, and other games were from our pure imagination. 
Making these games taught me that it's harder than it looks to make a game that works properly. Hi, my name is Carmel, and if you really knew me, you would know that my favorite arcade game is Skee-Ball. To help get our games ready, we invited the students and staff at Park Day to try out our games in our classrooms. That gave us a chance to get feedback and improve our games. It felt stressful. Time was ticking. Our game, right or wrong, was going to be taken away. Only 10 seconds left. Would our game go out into the community without being finished? Three seconds, two seconds, then we finally finished. Hi, my name is Sahil, and if you really knew me, you would know that I don't have a favorite arcade game, but I really like VR, specifically the roller coaster ones. After that, we felt ready to take our games out into the community. We decided to set up the cardboard arcade in Tamaskal Alley. We wanted to include the community, including all of the people that were walking by at the time. It was important to get the word out about the arcade so we could have enough people to play our games. Have you ever been to Tamaskal Alley? Did you know that it's in walking distance from Park Day School? It has a lot of cool little shops, including a barber shop and a cafe. There's even an ice cream shop with the most delicious flavors. If you are passing by the Temescal Alley during our cardboard arcade, you would have heard the sound of music, people chatting, and laughter. One thing I learned was that it was hard to run, hype, and greet all at the same time. Managing the arcade was harder than I thought because it was tiring explaining the game to people and greeting them at the front. But I also felt really happy. I'd worked really hard on my game and it was finally happening. Hi, Leora. Um, so what is your game? Uh, my game's called The Angry Lady Crazy House. It started off as just like this piece of cardboard that you throw a uh, ball through a hole and then you pull a string and then now it's turned into this whole house thing. I don't know, it kind of just like came to me like a light bulb flipped on. You want to throw the ball at the window the angry lady is not hiding behind. If you throw the ball at the window that it turns out the angry lady is hiding behind, which means you guessed wrong, then she comes out of the door and she yells at you. Oh my God. But if it turns out that you guessed correctly and that the angry lady is not hiding behind the window that you threw the ball at, um, she comes out of the door and she t tells you the next instructions of the game. And then level one is the one closest to the, to the um, throwing area. Level two is medium and level three is the hardest. And only one person has gotten it, it in on level three, but level three gives you the most tickets. Correct window. Pull the doorbell to get um, the tickets. You can turn the tickets in for a prize at the prize booth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's amazing! But I kind of also want to hear what the angry lady sounds like. Okay, I'm going to get at level two. <laughs> Wow, what a creative mind you have, hey? 
<laughs> and I already pay Shumi, so thank you very much. <laughs> Let's talk to some of the people who are waiting in line. I enjoy the Angry Lady Crazy House game because it reminds me of home. What I liked most about the Angry Lady Crazy House is that it had such a dramatic surprise at the end, it almost scared me. And I really felt that I was there in the Old Lady Crazy House myself. But you know what? I never want to go there again. It was too scary. Hello. Hi. Um, so what was your inspiration for your game, and What was your game? My game is the Surprise Claw, and my inspiration was an old school fashion claw, because I really like claws, and there's toys in there that you can get, and they're homemade, and I just really like that a lot of people enjoy it, and I like having fun with people. Cool. Um, can we talk to some of the people who are playing your game? Yeah, you can talk to Lena's mom, Oh. Lala. Um, so what do you like about their game? Well, they're so unique and different and creative, and I love that they're totally student-created and made. Lots of, lots of creative ideas. Thanks. It was a little stressful because we had to repeat the rules each time a different person played the game. But it was also fun because people were really interested in playing all the games. In addition to running our games, many students helped at the welcome table as greeters and the prize booth to help exchange tickets for prizes. Another important job was the hype team. Their job was to get people's attention as they walked by and to get them interested and excited about visiting our cardboard arcade. Being on the hype team was really fun, but also sometimes discouraging when they said they couldn't come. Meeting new people and teaching them about the Shumi Lang tax was amazing. It felt really cool. Um, why did you come to the Cardboard Arcade? Oh, I was so excited to come see the games that people made because my daughter Olivia is in the third grade and she's been telling me about the progress of the games as they're being made. And I wanted to support giving Shumi land tax. I've been learning about that from my daughter, too. Have you heard of paying Shumi land tax before you came here? No, I haven't. At the end of the day, I felt all of the feelings. Happy, tired, sad, excited, even a little disappointed. Running the arcade was so fun. I wish it could have lasted longer. One of the things that I learned from doing this project was that it takes a lot of time to make arcade games out of cardboard. What I liked most about this project was playing the games my classmates made, earning tickets and getting prizes. If I could do this project again, I would probably make a different game. I think I would make a game that gives players more targets to aim at and maybe make it a little more challenging. Even though we're done, even if you didn't visit the Cardboard Arcade, here's some ways that you can still help. Go to this episode's Padlet where you will find a link to the Segorte Land Trust website. You can learn more about this organization and find out more about the Shumi Land Tax. Or if you want to make a donation to the Segorte Land Trust, you can do that too.
While you're on the Padlet, check out some of the amazing photos from our Cardboard Arcade project from start to finish. We also have a link to the Kane's Arcade video that started it all. So, whoever's listening, what's your favorite arcade game? Maybe it's air hockey, pinball, Pac-Man? Use this episode's Padlet to let us know. Before we go, we'd like to give a big thank you to our teachers, Devin, Denise, and Julia, for inspiring us and helping us with this project. We'd also like to thank our friends Charlie from Pizzaiolo and Sarita from Temescal Alley, who made it possible for us to set up our cardboard arcade for a fun afternoon. And a huge thanks to our families, friends, and community members who came out to play with us that day. We had so much fun watching you play our games. Once again, this is Samara, Milano, Lennox, Iris, Zelda, Emery, Sahil, Carmel, and Leora. From Park Day, third grade, signing off for now. See you next time. Bye! My favorite game at the arcade is the, um, it's the claw machine because it's like a really fun and interactive game and like you really have to play for it and like they're really nice at the stand. It was really cool. It was better than I thought it would be. It was actually like amazing. It was really cool. Um, I was really impressed on how the third graders really like made them actual like fun games. All of the money that we make is going to Segorite Land Trust to help indigenous people have gardens, a space to build their culture and gather as a community.